Life Audio. What do you do when you feel stuck? So often on this show, as the name implies, I talk about how to move forward, how to march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. We discuss this often. In life, there are those times when trials and difficulties and obstacles will jump up in front of you. Traumas and situations in your past may hang on to you. And in those moments, you have to decide what you're going to do. Perhaps it feels like your world is falling apart, that the world around you is exploding. Things are out of control. And in those moments, it may be easier to just stay where you are and die, to give up, to decide that you will just go through the motions. You'll breathe air. You'll go to work. You'll maintain minimum levels of engagement in your relationships. But you're not moving forward in any, in, in, in any meaningful way. We understand, as we have discussed, that the better decision is to march, putting one foot in front of the other. And I spend so much time trying to convince folks who are listening and trying to encourage those who want to move forward. We walk through principles and perspectives, and we have guests on that can tell us their stories. These are all very helpful things. But I do know that between marching and staying where you are and dying, there is a gray area. That's the area where we find ourselves stuck. Life is not that bad. My job is okay. My relationships are okay. Life is fine. I'm not moving forward in a meaningful way, perhaps, but everything's okay. But if I really take that 30,000-foot view and I survey my life, I would have to acknowledge that I'm stuck. I want to move forward. I want to do more. I'm certainly not giving up. I don't want to go backwards, but I'm where I am, and I don't know how to get past where I am. I'm stuck. Maybe I'm stuck because there's some habit or some situation that I'm hanging on to in my life. Maybe it's a person or people. Perhaps it's a work situation or something really outside of my control, but I just can't get beyond it. I'm stuck. How do I move forward when I am stuck? I want to give you a plan today, and this is a plan that uh, we, through the Mighty Oaks Foundation, have used thousands of times, literally thousands of times, to help folks do exactly this. How How do they get unstuck in their lives? Let's look at a plan. Let's talk about that. Let's put something on paper. Let's work this out so that one step at a time we can begin to move forward. I want to share that with you today because I really believe that if you feel stuck, maybe everything is okay, but really God has called us to so much more, and I want to equip you, however I can, to begin moving forward. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. 
Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me and looking forward to jumping into uh, this uh, this conversation today. I, I like to think of these as conversations. I know that uh, today I don't have a guest on. I'm sitting here by myself all alone, <laughs> but I'm sharing with you some things that I've learned. And, and I like to consider this a conversation because hopefully you're receiving what I am uh, offering, what I'm delivering. You're thinking through that. Maybe you're asking questions of yourself. And, and uh, really, it is a, a conversation um, that I'm very happy to be able to have today. And I hope that this will be a help to you. I believe it can be. Before we jump into this, though, I, I do want to remind you, first of all, that if you have not yet, please go over to my website, Using my name, very simple, Jeremy Stallnicker, jeremystallnicker.com. You can find out uh, a lot of information about me, about uh, the stuff that I'm involved in, podcasts that I'm connected to, all of my social contacts are there. The website, the Mighty Oaks Programs website, mightyoaksprograms.org. You can link out directly from, uh, from my website and check out the work that I do with the Mighty Oaks Foundation with veterans and service members and first responders, and I'd love for you to check that out. All of that is on jeremystallnicker.com. You can also sign up for my newsletter. And just about every week I send out a newsletter uh, direct to your inbox, and hopefully that will be a help to you as well. My goal there is just to send you some encouraging thoughts, often blogs, other podcasts that uh, either I've heard or I've had the opportunity to uh, to produce or be on. And so I would love to send that to you as well. So go ahead and sign up for that on that website, jeremystallnicker.com. Uh, something else I wanted to, to uh, let you know about, if you're not aware of this, if you are following me on uh, social media, or you're following the Mighty Oaks Foundation on social media, you've probably heard about this already. I'll talk more about this in the next several weeks. Uh, but beginning October 21st, October 21st, and going until November 11th, that's 22 days, I will be um, personally running one marathon a day for 22 days. One marathon a day for 22 days. And some of those are large organized events. Some of those are uh, smaller events with friends where I'll just get that 26.2 miles in. But for 22 days consecutively, every day I will run a marathon that is uh, for one purpose. That is to raise awareness of the veteran suicide epidemic that is it's crazy. We talk about 22 veterans a day taking their lives. It's much higher than that. The numbers are higher than that. Um, I've talked about that often. But this draws awareness to that. But beyond that, draws awareness to the solution. And we believe there is a solution found in relationship with Christ and uh, our faith-based organization, Mighty Oaks uh, Programs, Mighty Oaks Foundation, 
that's what we do. That's what we talk about, and uh, we run programs to that end. So that will begin then. Now, here's what I want to ask you to do, all right? So why am I doing that? It's going to be really slow. It's not as amazing <laughs> as it may sound. Uh, I'm really, really slow. But every day I'm going to get out there and put the time in and get that done. I want to draw attention to this issue. But beyond that, I want you to get involved. We have set up a, uh, a website, 22, those are the, the numbers, 224, that's F-O-R, 2222challenge.com, 224-22challenge.com. Go there, that will take you to our Charity Footprints website, and uh, on that website you can register. You, you can give, if you'd like to donate to the Mighty Oaks Foundation, you can do that. But what I'd prefer for you to do is register yourself, and during that 22 days, from October 21st to November 11th, you can participate in a virtual event. A lot of other folks have signed up there. You don't have to run a marathon a day. You can walk a mile a day. You can do something else every day of that 22 days. And when you register there, you will then get a link that's unique to you. You can send that out to your friends and family and say, hey, I'm doing this thing for 22 days. Would you sponsor me? And uh, as they sponsor you, all that money comes into the Mighty Oaks Foundation. We're able to use that to scholarship folks into our program. And I'll talk more about this in the next uh, next several weeks, of course. But I would love for you to check that out. It's 22for22challenge.com. That is up now. You can register, begin asking other folks to join you. Uh, they can either register themselves or they can donate directly to the work that you're doing. And that would be fantastic. All right, that was a lot. Uh, a lot in way of announcements today, and uh, I know that's a little more than usual, but we're going to jump into uh, the rest of this content. When we talk about moving forward, I picture in my mind, and I, I think I, I've often described it this way, as almost a catastrophic series of choices. <laughs> you have to decide because the world is falling apart around you. Things are literally out of control. You've got to decide what you're going to do. Are you going to march or are you going to die? Are you going to move forward or are you going to stay where you are? These are the decisions. There aren't other decisions. These are the decisions. Either one has incredible consequences. What I do understand, however, and this is maybe the nuance or the gray area that I don't often discuss, is that there really is something between I will march, and I want to die. There is space between those two things. In fact, a lot of people would look at their lives and say, my life is not that bad, or sometimes it is, but I'm just stuck. I don't know how to move from here. I want to put one foot in front of the other. I want to march. I want to take that next step, whatever that is. I want to do that. I don't want to give up. I don't want to kick it into neutral or wave the white flag. I don't want to be a part of any of that. I want to move forward. I just don't know how. I'm stuck. Through the work of the Mighty Oaks Foundation that I am a part of, uh, again, we work with veterans and service members, uh, active, duty, active duty service members, first responders, uh, spouses. We work with families. We do the best we can to help those who are struggling in so many you know, very difficult areas. One Part of our job during our programs with those folks is to convince them that their past does not define them, that God does have a plan for their lives, that they can move forward, that there is hope. <laughs> That's the first part of our job, to convince those who attend a program, look, 
We know where you are. We acknowledge that. But there is hope beyond this. That's one part of our job. But there's another part of our job. And that is to equip those folks with the tools they need to actually begin moving forward. You see, many of those folks would say, my life is a mess, my relationships are a mess, uh, but I'm, I'm stuck. This is just where I am. Because of drug or alcohol use, because of something else that I'm involved in, because of bad decisions that I've made, because of other things that have gone on in my life, I'm just here. This is where I am. And over the years, we've tried to work to help people through that. And one of the tools that we've come up with is one of what I would like to share with you today in our program. We call it a life plan or a legacy plan, how to, how to accomplish what you believe God has set before you, how to build that life of legacy. It's very, very simple. It's not complicated. But I, I want to share this with you today because, again, if you're stuck, I think this can be a great help. Um, a couple of things with a legacy plan, and, and I'm just going to work through this with you. You can write these down if you'd like. If you need to come back and listen to it again, that's okay too. All right. Uh, the legacy plan. If your legacy plan is going to be effective, there are a couple of things that you need to do. First of all, you need to make it personal. You need to make it personal. Your legacy plan should be a tool that will call you to action, that will call you to action. It needs to be personal. Uh, so often when we're dealing with the crazy stuff that we have to deal with in our lives, we, we want to stay away from making it personal. We want to stay away from getting uh, too close to those feelings and what hurts and how we ended up here. We like to stay away from that. So we want to look for a plan or a solution that doesn't address that. It's not personal to me. Listen, what helps someone else may not help you. What someone else is dealing with may not be what you're dealing with. You need to make it personal. Uh, this plan needs to call you to action. It needs to be personal. Next, it needs to be specific. You need to target specific strengths and weaknesses. Use words and phrases that focus your attention on things that matter the most in your life and areas where you struggle the most. All right, so it's personal. This is a mindset. I'm going to make this plan personal. It will apply to me. This is not about other people. This is about me. I'm stuck. I want to move forward. What's the plan? You make it personal, but then you get specific. What am I specifically struggling with? What specifically is keeping me from taking the next step, from accomplishing the next thing, from doing uh, whatever it is that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing? Uh, what is it specifically, not generally? Well, there are people. No, that's not enough. Who's the person? Why that person? Get specific. Well, I have some bad habits. Okay, that's great. What are those bad habits? Name them specifically. Get specific. All right? And then finally, as you begin to prepare this, you need to be intentional. Set goals and deadlines. This is helpful. Set goals and deadlines. Decide now to accept responsibility for your actions regardless of what other people do. Goals and deadlines. Be responsible for your plan. It's a personal plan. It applies to you. It's a specific plan. I'm calling out specific areas, specific people, specific things that I need to deal with. It's specific. And then I have goals, timelines, 
and I will hold myself accountable for meeting those. Uh, I love to put goals down on paper. Uh, I've been doing that, I guess, most of my life. I remember even as a kid putting goals on paper. What I have not always been very good at is attaching a timeline to (laughs) to those goals. Because if there's not a timeline, then I haven't really failed, right? Uh, I can say I want to uh, do some really big, amazing thing. And as long as it's on my list and as long as there's not an expiration date or a timeline that I was supposed to meet, then I can say I'm still working on it. That may be okay if what you're trying to do is learn a new language, but it's not okay if you're trying to get unstuck. You're trying to address some issues in your life that need to be addressed. You're trying to uh, deal with whatever those things are that you need to deal with. It's not okay. You need to have a specific timeline with specific goals that you are going to hold yourself accountable to hit. All right, so before you put the the plan together, you need to decide that this plan is going to be personal This plan is going to be specific, and I am going to be intentional. What are the goals? When will I be done? Or at least to the next stage that takes me to the next goal. All right, so what is this plan? So we've we've looked at that. It's it's personal, specific. uh, I'm intentional. So what is the plan? The way that we have it laid out when we uh, teach this to folks who come through our program, it's just on a basic, basic grid. There's boxes. There's four basic boxes. And you work through each one. And now you can picture this in your mind. Think about this as four spaces, and above each one there is a title. One box is entitled, Things I Need to Fight For. We use this fighting uh, metaphor. Things I Need to Fight For. The next box, Opponents and Weaknesses. The next box, Strategy and Resources. And the final box, Mentors. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Things I need to fight for. Opponents and weaknesses, strategies and resources, mentors. All right, I want to walk through each one of these 
individually. So the first box is where you identify what you are going to work on. Things I need to fight for. What really matters the most? List your primary relationships, core values, and goals, all right? Now, if you have more than one thing that you need to fight for, you need to list these as separate lines. This isn't, I need to get my life figured out. I need to get, uh, you know, my career path laid out. That's not this. If, let's say, I need to get my life figured out. All right, what areas of your life do you need to get figured out? Uh, my relationship with my spouse, my relationship with my children, my relationships at work, my job. Go down the list. Be very, very specific. The more specific, the better. Perhaps you would say there's one thing that's really keeping me stuck. I drink too much alcohol. I'm addicted to this kind of drug. I'm uh, involved in something else, and I need to deal with that. Well, then that is what you need to fight for. Fight for your health. Fight for your sobriety. Uh, Fight for uh, freedom from that addiction. Get very, very specific. What matters most? Things I need to fight for. You've listed those things as specifically as you possibly can out. The next column over is this, and again, this would apply to everything in the first column. Opponents and weaknesses. Opponents and weaknesses. Unhealthy tendencies in areas where you struggle the most. Warning signs that you see. Opponents and weaknesses. Uh, Again, let's use something as simple to understand as um, an alcohol addiction. Alcohol is destroying my life. It's destroying my relationships. Um, It is the reason I'm stuck. Uh, I am addicted to alcohol. Okay, that's what I need to fight for is my sobriety. So then that second section there that says opponents and weaknesses, you need to begin to list out all of the obstacles you have in your life that would prevent you from finding deliverance from that alcohol. Perhaps it could be friends. Every time I get around these friends, we sit and drink. Okay, that would be real. The people that I live with in my house, they like to drink as well, and they keep alcohol around all of the time. All right? Every single day on my way home from work, I pass a specific bar or a specific uh, liquor store, and that's where I always get the alcohol that I drink. What are those opponents and weaknesses? When this happens in my life, I go and uh, consume alcohol. List those things out. Again, be very specific. If you're fighting for your sobriety, okay, then the opponents and weaknesses to that sobriety. What is preventing you from becoming free of that addiction? Again, this applies to every other area of life. Maybe it's a relationship issue. I want to grow in my relationship with my spouse. Um, I could say this. I want to have better communication with my wife. That's really specific. Not just have a better relationship, but better communication. Okay, that's great. What are the opponents and weaknesses? Well, one of my weaknesses is I like to avoid confrontation. Perhaps another opponent or weakness is that I'm tired at the end of the day and I want to come in and I do every day. I sit on the couch and I watch TV. We never really have an opportunity to talk. Maybe there's so much going on every single weekend with our kids and other activities that we're involved in that we just never have the opportunity to really get together. Whatever those are, those opponents and weaknesses, those areas that prevent you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish. I'm going to fight to have a better uh, Uh, to be better at communicating with my spouse, with my wife. 
what is keeping me from doing that? All right, those are the first two columns, things I need to fight for. Next, opponents and weaknesses. The third one, strategy and resources. Strategies and resources. Uh, List things you can do that will put you on a healthy path today, this week, this month, or this year. List things that need to become a habit in your life. List things that need to be eliminated. List books you need to read, classes you need to attend, or help you need to seek. So you've listed what you want to fight for. You've listed out the obstacles, the opponents and weaknesses. What are the strategies and resources you can use? All right, how can I get there? Again, if sobriety is what you're working toward, um, one of the strategies and resources could be take a different route home from work so I'm not passing those old places that I've always gone to consume alcohol or to buy alcohol. Um, Stay away from those friends that cause me to drink. Ask the people in my house to take their liquor and put it somewhere else, whatever the case is. What are your strategies for dealing with those opponents and weaknesses? What are some other resources that you have? I need to go to uh, an AA meeting or uh, my church has a Celebrate Recovery program. I need to get involved in that. I need to be around other people who can help me uh, work through this. What are those strategies and resources? In the example of uh, fighting for better communication with my spouse, uh, I need to clear out some space in my schedule. and We need to clear out some space in our schedule that allows us to spend one-on-one time together. If our weekend is so busy, we never really get to sit down and talk, something needs to go. Uh, If every night of the week I'm exhausted when I come home, designate one night of the week where regardless of how you feel, you've already decided and you've both agreed that you're going to go out and spend some time, drink some coffee, have dinner, uh, go for a walk, whatever that is. Find a way, develop a strategy that puts you in the best position for success. Uh, There are books that can be read on communication and and so many other areas. Uh, What are those strategies and resources? Again, get very specific. Not, I need to read some books on this. What books? Not, I need to listen to some podcasts on this. What podcasts? Not, I need to get into a program. What program? When are you going to do that? How are you going to get there? Uh, How is that all going to lay out? You have listed the things you need to fight for. And then you've outlined your opponents and weaknesses. And then you've listed your strategies and resources. Now you're really close. You've got a plan. I want to get unstuck. I want to move forward. I want to do better. All right. We're just about there. Number four, that last section is what I would call mentors. These are people that you have in your life that you can reach out to when you're struggling. This is really, in a sense, the key. We talk about accountability and accountability partners. That's not exactly what this is. But this is someone that knows, first of all, you've already talked to them about this. They know that when you are struggling in a specific area, that you can reach out to them for help. What we like to do is struggle alone, because if we struggle alone, we don't have to admit that we're failing. (laughs) And when we are committed to reaching outside of ourselves and outside of our situation, we're not going to fail. 
because we may struggle, but we're asking for help from people that can actually help us. I've talked a lot about mentors in the past on this show, but you need to have some people in your life that care about you but are a little bit outside of your situation so they can see clearly what's going on, they can give you good advice, they can keep you on the right path or get you back on the right path if you've fallen off. Now, a thought here, if you are, again, alcohol is what you're struggling with. The best kind of mentor you can have is someone who understands the struggle and has found victory or success. Maybe not someone who's never struggled with it, and also maybe not someone who's currently struggling with it, one of those friends you had to get away from. Someone who has struggled, they understand what you're going through, and they are going to hold you accountable. They know what it's all about. They've had success, and they can, uh, again, point you in the right direction or keep you on track. In your marriage, communication, that's what you're working on. Uh, Your single friends, not the people you need to have here. Your friends who are divorced or have been married several times, not the people you need to have here. It is that strong couple that's figured some of this stuff out, and they can help you as you're trying to work through this. They can ask you the right questions and push you in the right direction. In every area that you have listed as things I need to fight for, you probably will have different mentors. It's hard to find one person who can help you work through every single situation in your life. That's okay. If you're struggling in an area of addiction, have someone that can be your mentor there. You're struggling in your marriage as well, perhaps for the same reason, because of that addiction. Have someone who can help you in your marriage. Uh, You're struggling in your spiritual life. I want to grow in my relationship to God. I want to spend more time reading the Bible and praying and growing in that and sharing uh, the good news with other people. Whatever the case, have someone that can mentor you in that. As you have listed out the things I need to fight for, have a specific mentor who specifically understands the struggle and understands how to move forward in a good way. Four columns. Things I need to fight for. Be very specific. Be very personal. This is not your time to look at other people and figure out all their problems. That's not what this is about. Be very specific. Things I need to fight for. Opponents and weaknesses. What is preventing me from accomplishing that? The strategies and resources, what can I put in place in my life? Again, very specific, very specific. What are some things I can put in place in my life that will help me get there? And then finally, uh, who are those people, those mentors that are going to help me kind of be my lifeline when I'm struggling in this area? If you put those four pieces in place, you take the time, I'm stuck. You lay this out on a piece of paper, you line this out, and you follow through on it. Again, remember, uh, there's some intentionality behind this. I've got some specific goals and deadlines, and this is when I'm going to do that. Uh, I need to get into that program. Tomorrow, I'm calling to get into that program. Uh, I need to read this book on communication. I'm buying it at this time. I'm going to read it by this time. My wife and I, we're going to sit down and look at it together at this time. Uh, I need to spend more time with my wife. We're going to go for a walk every day. What day? When is that going to happen? How long are you going to be out? Be very specific. And as you walk through this, I think what you'll find is that the issues in life, the struggles that you have, the stuff that keeps you stuck will lose power because you have a plan 
and you are intentional and you have people who can help you and you will then be able to take that next step, that that necessary step in order to march forward. I can fall into this idea trap of believing that everyone who is not moving forward has made a decision to give up. (laughs) It's bad when you think that of other people, but I can think that of myself. I don't feel like I'm moving forward the way I should. Maybe I've just given up. Maybe I can't. Uh, Maybe it really is too big. Sometimes you're just stuck. And when you're stuck, you need to create space where you can sit down and develop a very specific, very personal, very intentional plan that says, this is what I need to deal with. This is what's preventing me from moving forward. This is my strategy. And these are the people or this is the person that's going to help me. Having that legacy plan or that life plan, again, this is not uh, super deep or super crazy, but how often do we not make progress because we just don't take the time to really line out what we're doing so that we can make progress. I talk a lot about the Marine Corps and when I was in the Marine Corps and, and I learned so many good things when I was when I was uh, serving. Um, it's crazy because it was so long ago, but so many of those lessons, I mean, I think about daily. And one is planning. <laughs> if you don't, plan, you will fail. There's a phrase, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. It means if you don't want to perform badly, poorly, then plan. So many of those silly little phrases, those thoughts, those ideas, what they mean practically in my everyday life is the same thing they meant in a combat environment. If I'm prepared, if I plan, if I have the right people with me, there will be success. I want you to be successful in your life, and uh, I hope that this is a tool that you can use to that end. Uh, Again, thank you for listening today. I hope that this is something that perhaps you share out with others, and uh, you would begin to uh, use in your own life to move forward when you just feel stuck. Take some time. Go over to Life Audio, lifeaudio.com. You can find other great podca- uh, great podcasts there. And uh, I'm having a hard time saying words today. Uh, great podcasts there. Go ahead and check those out. And uh, great, great uh, uh, folks over there. Uh, so many <laughs> different topics, all from a faith perspective. I'd encourage you to check that out. You can also go to my website, Jeremy Stalnicker, jeremystalnicker.com, and check out the uh, challenge that we're doing for Veterans Day, 22422challenge.com, 22for22challenge.com, and uh, you can check that out as well. I'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. Thank you again for joining me. Look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. 
We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.